Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to this episode of Odd Talk. Today's topic is about self-love. Um, yeah, I feel like it's definitely kind of a phrase that is tossed around a lot um, and kind of misconstrued in a way of like, I don't know, I feel like self-love has kind of taken over Instagram with being like, love yourself, like, spend time doing what you love, la da 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 Yeah, great, because so true. But like, where the fuck do you start? <laughs> How do you even do that? Um, I'm here to answer those questions and tell you what I did. I have some tips for you, um, kind of things to do to kind of practice that self-love in your day-to-day life. Um, yeah, but I kind of want to, you know, I've been dealing with this idea of self-love and worth and care and value for a very long time where I kind of realized, honestly, I realized the other day with my therapist that this idea of self-worth has always been a very present thing in my life. So many people talk about it, like, oh my God, like, you totally deserve that when you accomplish something or whatever. But I never, it never really appeared to me until the other day that I don't really understand what self-worth is or how to practice it. And so we spent a lot of time kind of, I guess I take that back. I do know what it is and I do know how to kind of display it in my life. But recently that has felt so distant. And I just kind of felt like I needed to touch on like what is self-worth, what is self-love, self-value, self-care, like what do those look like, how can I apply it into my life because there's there's kind of these ideas, um, there's this theory, let me, hold on, give me a second to pull it up, theory, da 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 da, Um, that kind of if you achieve these things of self-worth and value, etc., um, you're supposed to like get to this place of contentment, which this is a theory from the 1960s. And yeah, it fucking makes sense. I mean, of course, by the time that you achieve all these things, if you have very strong self-value, worth, love, and care then of course you're going to be a better off. And not all the time are you going to be great, but, you know, it sure will fucking help. So, yeah, I kind of just want to, like, talk about this stuff because it feels pretty relevant in my life. And I like doing podcasts of topics that feel pretty relevant in my life. So, yep. Um, cool. So we're going to get into it and enjoy. All right. So um, I kind of want to talk about just kind of start off by giving kind of a formal definition of what self-love is. Um, I think that it, through the media, gets kind of its own um, definition. That word completely just blanked from my mind. Gets its own definition and meaning through influencers, etc., Things like that, um, where 
I think that a lot of these influencers are preaching the right ideas about loving yourself and moving your body and treating yourself kindly because obviously those are ideals and we all want what is best for our um, physical health, mental health, etc. Now, self-love is sort of this idea that you have this higher regard for your well-being and happiness. And it kind of means like you're taking care of your own needs. You're not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Let me tell you, it's not easy. And that's why when people kind of are talking about like, oh my goodness, like self-love, it's so easy. Bitch, it is not. Okay? Coming from somebody who has had such a difficult relationship with their body and kind of this comparison to others, self-love is super difficult to kind of come to terms with after self-love has been like the opposite of your doings. So I kind of want to start um, and tell you how self-love breaks down into four subgroups. because so you have self-love, which breaks into self-awareness, self-worth, self-esteem, and self-care. Okay, so you have these four subgroups of this main idea and each of those subgroups has a meaning, which is where you can kind of see like, all right, hey, I'm doing pretty good in this category. These are the categories that need work. And I think that this can be helpful because, again, at least I see before I started to study psychology and kind of like neuroscience and the brain and all these sort of studies and reading books and learning, learning, learning. This idea of self-love to me was like, I get up in the morning, I journal, I drink water, I go to the gym and I love myself. I'm amazing. Uh, no, girl, you got this all fucking wrong. Those could be maybe your routine steps in the morning, but that's not the overall idea of self-love. Okay, so I want to start off by defining these four subcategories of self-love. So we can kind of look at self-love through these four different lenses and kind of evaluate yourself. So if you want to grab a notebook and you want to kind of jot down, right? Write down self-awareness. Listen to my definition and then go back and assess and say, how does this look like in my life? Is this how I want this to look? And how can I improve? Okay, you can kind of start with those three things. So I'm going to start with self-awareness. And it's usually defined by the experience of one's personality or sense of self. Okay, so that's how do you experience how you are in the world? Okay, your personality kind of your identity-ish, but kind of that sense of who are you, right? And it's how you are experiencing who you are as an individual, okay? So if you do want to do the journal thing, I would start off by writing, what does this look like in my life? Then after that, I'm writing it down too, because that's fun. Um, cool. What does it look like in my life? And then I would go into, does this look how I want it to? Because I think that this is important to be able to say, like, is this really what I want? 
Because then you can start to formulate the next question. How do I change? Okay? Those three questions are going to kind of help guide you to say, okay, for let's, let's, I'm going to walk you through this, but not the other four. Or the, what am I saying? Other three. We just added one. No. I'm going to help you kind of guide you through this with this self-awareness one. And then we're just going to brush over the definitions of the next. So for myself, right? Um, me experiencing my personality and sense of self. Well, what does my personality look like? And then I'm going to write down what I think my personality looks like. How, what is my sense? Like, how is my sense of self? Do I feel like myself? Do I feel comfortable in my own skin? That's a huge one for so long, right? I was trying to be all these people on Instagram, right? Like I went from being this like grungy fucking tomboy who had this whack ass part that was literally at my ear on the left side of my fucking head because that was cool all the way to trying to be this like super minimalistic person. And now I kind of have been able to like, you know, I like, I mean, minimalistic by the sense, like I was wearing like these Steve Madden boots and like skinny jeans and a sweater. And like, I just wanted to be like really dainty and da 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 da. Don't get me wrong. I really do like when the things are super delicate, but I've kind of discovered like, how do I want to dress? Like all of these things. So kind of spend some time feeling like, do I feel like myself? And biggest tip for you right here. And I know this is going to sound stupid. When you go shopping, you're not buying what is trendy. Okay. You're going to walk into a store and you're going to say, I'm going to buy things that I only genuinely like. Okay. This is hard, but I challenge you to hold yourself to it. So you're going to walk into a store and you're going to be like, I love it. I like it. Oh, maybe it's not trendy. I don't fucking care. You're going to wear something that you like more than you're going to wear something because you think it's trendy or you're going to wear the trendy thing because you want to be trendy and you want others to perceive you as this person that you definitely are not. Okay. You can still fit the kind of like trendy vibe, but put your own spin on it. Okay. Okay. Then I just kind of want you to be like, cool. So what is this? Like you're kind of looking at how this looks like in your life. Is this what you want? Or do you feel like you're constantly trying to be somebody that you're not? And don't get me wrong. It is okay to change, but figure out what rings true to you here. Okay. Then ask yourself based on the answer above, how do I change? How do I improve? Okay. And I want you to do that for each one of these, because I think it's going to kind of give you a guide in my next little bit about all this stuff with self-love where you can kind of be like, oh, actually that makes a lot of sense. And that kind of fits under my category of self-awareness and where I'm struggling here. Okay. Or self-worth, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So we did self-awareness. Um, next we're going to do self-worth, which is pretty much your opinion you have on yourself and then the value that you place on yourself. So Pause if you need to, whatnot, go through those questions, um, lay it out. Yeah. 
So next up, we got self-esteem, which is usually the confidence in one's work or their abilities. So whether like, you know, your self-esteem, maybe you're really good at your job and you fucking love it. Of course, you're going to have higher self-esteem or maybe you're fucking killing it in physics. Hell yeah, you're going to have self-esteem. And if you're able to do a physics problem, fucking yeah, you're going to be on top of the fucking world because that's hard. Or if you're a marathon runner and you finish a marathon in X amount of time, your self-esteem is going to be so much greater because you accomplished that and you have the abilities to do that, okay? Self-esteem is that confidence that comes with the work and abilities that you're proud of. And then we have self-care, which is kind of the process of establishing behaviors to ensure holistic well-being in one's self. Okay, so if you want to kind of practice self-care, I did a routine, I did a routine podcast. Um, and so these habits and behaviors can be exercising, eating, routines, um, reading, meditating, anything like that. It's any form of kind of establishing these behaviors to ensure that holistic well-being in oneself. So those are my four definitions for you. Five, I guess, if you include the self-love, kind of breaking those into subcategories. You have a little exercise to do. I'm going to highly encourage you do it. I think it will be really helpful. Um, But now we're going to kind of go into why we struggle with this whole self-love thing, kind of the social media, magazine, fucking social norms, fuck shit, and how I have kind of been navigating that. Okay, so I want to talk about like kind of two things that, two topics that are going to kind of like mush together. So the topics are why we struggle so much with self-love, okay? And especially I'm kind of targeting this towards a younger audience, high school, merging out of high school. Obviously, this can apply to any age group. But I think something that I wish I knew because I think I would have given myself so much more credit and so much more kind of grace in my days if I knew what my hormones look like in high school. You go through puberty, okay? Your body is changing and your hormones and emotions are at an all-time high. Like I'm telling you, these, these hormones and these emotions will never be this high again in your life, okay? So fucking give yourself credit and give yourself a little bit of leeway here. And like this is why in high school when you have a your first love and you break up, it's going to feel like the worst fucking heartbreak ever because it is because your emotions are so large, okay? This is why, like, you're always fighting with your parents and everything's at this super tense, because your emotions are like, okay? If you've fucking been in high school, you know This is how it is, right? You're always flipping your parents' fucking attitude because why the hell not, right? 
Because we don't know how to manage these emotions because they're so much, okay? So I just kind of want to put that fact out there because I kind of wish that I knew this, that your emotions are at an all-time high in your late teens. Not to mention, right, we're not, okay, so you, we're not taught to manage emotions, okay? However, throughout your life, growing up, you're learning what feelings are okay, what emotions are okay. Now, right, we are always learning that through our parents and how they interact with us, okay? Right? We're crying in a grocery store if they're saying, stop it, stop crying, we are as kids are learning these feelings aren't accepted, right? If they're like, hey, like what's wrong? We're learning, hey, I'm crying. It's okay. They're trying to understand me and they want to help me feel better. These aren't, you're not saying these things, but your brain is kind of picking up on the um, stimuli and what's going on around you. And they're, it's able to see like, hey, I'm being comforted here and I'm not being shamed and I'm okay. So, This was the original way of our developing of managing emotions. And now we have this play of social media where we're sad. I'm just going to sit on my phone. I'm grumpy. We're learning these coping skills and we're learning to manage our emotions through a screen. Okay. Now, I'm kind of talking at a little bit younger of an age group more like 15 and under here. However, it doesn't mean that it doesn't impact anyone and everyone of all ages, okay? This is really, really, really scary and kind of difficult to navigate for kiddos that are like young. But for adults, also, it's kind of this like, um, how do I want to say this? It's kind of like a distraction why was that so hard for me to come up with it's kind of a distraction of being like I'm mad I'm gonna sit on my phone and don't get me wrong I love my social media I think I've said this before I do feel like sometimes I want to just cut off and um, spend less time on it however it's something that's not going away okay we all know it's not going away Now, one thing that's hard is I feel like because, so, okay, so side, I don't want to say sidetrack because I'm going to loop this back, but hear me out. These, okay, so I feel like I've said this before. Psychological disorders, we have all experienced them in our lives, okay? We have experienced schizophrenic symptoms, narcissistic symptoms, anxiety, depression, eating disorder, fucking you name it, you have experienced it, okay? They're human disorders. So of course, yeah, you're going to experience it. But until it is creating an unlivable situation, it's creating an impairment to live one's life comfortably, that's when it's diagnosable, okay? However, these feelings around bodies and this stigma of what a perfect body looks like has been going on 
forever, okay? You f- like movies, TV commercials, magazines, books. Fucking we had corsets so far back when to make women's waists as tiny as they could to fit in dresses, okay? So we can't put all of this difficult body image stuff just on social media as a starting point. But we can put it on social media as continuing it, okay? As adding and as a contributor to it. So I kind of like to think about it like my social media is constantly feeding me all these ideas of what an ideal body type looks like. Don't get me wrong. Ladies that work out at the gym and are ripped, go you. We all know that you have put in the work to get there. And that's awesome for you. But it can be difficult for anyone that doesn't look the way that these fit, toned, lean women look like on the internet. And I can't really speak to the male side of this. But it's very difficult because social media sets up these algorithms. So then once you're in in the algorithm of these skinny fit toned bitches that we love because they work their asses off. But it doesn't give us a variety of bodies. So it creates the schema in our heads of this is the only acceptable body type because this is all I'm seeing. And it's really hard. And we're lacking representation of every body type out there. Okay? And it's, it's hard. And so one exercise I did with my therapist that really helped me was I took about an hour and a half on all my social medias. And I went through my followers. And any person that kind of triggered me comparing or triggered me feeling shit about myself because my body wasn't that ideal body type in my head, right? Anything that made me feel any negative feeling, I unfollowed them. And it's nothing against the people. It's just the fact that I have trouble going on Instagram and not comparing myself and not feeling like shit. There's two kinds of comparisons. There's called upward comparisons and downward comparisons. Upward is where we are comparing ourselves to somebody, where we're putting the other person down, putting ourselves up. Therefore, we feel better about ourselves, vice versa for a downward one. We're going to be putting ourselves down um, because we think that someone else is better than us, which therefore makes us feel like shit. So I unfollowed all these people that triggered me. And it was hard because I was like, oh my God, like this is a friend of mine. I'm like, you know what? They're my friend. They'll understand. Cool. So I highly recommend doing that. If you feel like you're kind of scrolling through your phone comparing because it's fucking horrible. So, yeah, that's kind of my advice to you with social media. Create a space that you like. Um, You can report content if you don't want to see it. Get rid of algorithms you don't want to see, whatnot. So, 
social media just kind of um, filters in um, one specific body type. I do think it's getting better, sort of, but um, it just kind of helps us feel less, I don't know, it just, it kind of is relaxing to not consistently have somebody that you're comp like you're always like oh I'm gonna go on my phone oh and I'm gonna compare 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 or analyze what do I not have da 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 right like it's kind of hard to have these people where maybe they don't feel like they're promoting the most real content so there's my little spiel for you on social media um yeah so Lastly, I came up with um, five, I don't really know if I want to call them steps, um, I guess kind of like guide, what did I call it earlier? Things to guide you, okay, to help practice self-love and just kind of like, whoo, big yawn. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um, just kind of things that I want you to, I want you to write these down in the form of me. Okay. So when it says like, when I say like these, when I say these things out loud, um, you put it in the form of me, my, I, okay. Cause then I kind of feel like it's a little bit more attainable to, um, to yourself okay so first one is gonna be being patient with yourself and I'm gonna say here especially when you're learning so here I think one of the hardest things for me to ever grasp the handles of and understand was that change doesn't happen like this. Okay? Change takes so fucking long. And I actually recently got one of my journals because I needed a switch and I realized that I literally had just started this one. Um, it was towards the end of 2021. Um, and looking back at it, it's amazing how much change I have made from October of 2021 to May of 2023. Okay. There is so much change that has been made. So many physical changes, right? And my ability to run a half marathon or bike 20 miles or my ability to not constantly be stressed, like having panic attacks or being able to kind of feel more comfortable in my own skin, okay? None of this is going to happen easy, but what is going to make change occur is consistency, okay? So learning to be patient with yourself here is you're obviously not going to listen to this podcast and be like, yeah, I fucking love myself. Like, no. You might feel after this podcast like you have a little bit more guidance in the right direction of where to go, but you're not going to walk out of the wherever you fucking listen to this and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm self-love at an all-time high. Maybe, maybe, 
but I highly doubt it. Okay? So patience, okay? And I fucking suck at patience when it comes to fucking anything. But, like, even the other day, my therapist and I had to go back and, like, look at our uh, session notes from, like, four or five months ago. And we're doing this cool work with um, inner family systems model. And I can do an episode on that maybe in another time. Um, kind of what it is, how you can kind of learn to practice it in your own. I feel like I might have mentioned it um, before. But half of the protector parts that we identified five months ago weren't even present anymore. And I thought that was so cool to see that we had to go back to remember, but just to see that only three of the six parts were still present and they weren't trying to protect me as much. And so I thought that was really cool. So also take some time, right? You're being patient when you're learning and be patient with yourself with lots of things. But every now and then take some time to just kind of look back. And be like, hey, you kind of know how to manage your anxiety. That's pretty fucking cool. Or you're actually starting to love yourself a little bit more. I don't know. I think it's really cool. So another thing is your journey is your journey. No one else's, okay? Don't get me wrong. I am a, a fucking comparison whore. But I've gotten better at it, like a lot better at it. But I would compare, 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 okay? Be like, oh my God, like, what am I doing wrong? Da, 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 da. Like, this person is doing that and I need to be doing that. And it's, and, and I need to, if I, I've got to be waking up at 6.45 or I need to be waking up at 5.45 and I need to be journaling and da, 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 da. Fuck, if getting up at 6 in the morning isn't working for me, it's not fucking working for me, okay? But who gives a shit? Because it's my life. It's my journey, Okay? So stop the fucking comparison game. It's not fun. It makes you feel like shit. And if you can kind of tell yourself, I've been wor- I've been doing this a lot recently, which I'll go into in a second. Um, but kind of like I practice these things in the morning. I write down like what I'm grateful for, da, 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 what I love about myself and what I'm not going to give a fuck about for the day. And if I catch myself maybe trying to shame that body part, I'll be like, hey, actually, we love that body part today. And it's just in the front of my mind all day. Or, okay, yeah, we're not going to give a fuck about blah, blah, blah today. And if I try to care about it, I'm like, actually, you can't do that. So, and eventually it just kind of is like, that's just how it is. And we're not, whatever. But just remember, it's your journey. Nobody else's. So it doesn't matter what pace you're moving at, how you're doing it, right? You're doing it for yourself. So next one is going to be make time for yourself, okay? And spend quality time doing the things that you fucking love and that make you fucking happy. Why the fuck would you go do something that you hate doing? I don't fucking know. Stop. (laughs) Stop fucking doing it. It's one thing if you're going to maybe go do something with your partner or your friend and you're like, yeah, I don't really fucking like it, but hey, like I'm going to make the most of it. I get to spend it with you, whatever. 
But if you're doing it for yourself, okay, you're like, I'm going to spend time doing something for myself and you're going and doing something you fucking hate. Hell no. Okay. Whether it's you enjoy and love a yoga class, go to a yoga class each day. Go to a yoga class twice a week, once a week, but set that time aside for yourself and make sure that it's quality time. Maybe you, after class, you go get a smoothie and you then go read a book outside for 20 minutes and have a little reset, whatever that looks like for you. But you need to do whatever makes you happy. Fucking forget about everyone else. Because when you're spending time for yourself and you're making time for yourself, you better be doing what makes you fucking happy and not what makes others, okay? If it's for you, do what you care about and what you love. So next is going to be prioritize wellness and whatever that looks like for you. So that could be um, meditation, nutrition, fitness, um, sleep. Those are my um, four main categories are practicing some for those are like three things that I'm very feel like are non-negotiables in my life are some form of meditation whether that's a breathing exercise whether that's a little bit of yoga in my kitchen while I'm cooking taking just a second to lay down and breathe whatever how whatever that is um making sure that I'm nutritionally inclined I'm um I'm fed well I'm making good choices Uh, My body feels good, nourished, healthy, whatnot. Making sure that I move my body. And for a really long time, it was difficult because I was moving my body to look a certain way. And don't get me wrong, like, it's fine if you want to lose weight. Make sure you do it healthily, okay? Um, But I was so stuck on going to the gym and making myself look so, so fearful being fat and everything. And it's so miserable, So I kind of transitioned to like move your body in some way today, whether it's a walk, yoga, Pilates, like it's so good for your brain to be doing so many different kinds of workouts. Um, Fun fact, actually, your, so your hippocampus, little brain fact, we're going to go on, your hippocampus is where your uh, memory is stored, Okay, and as you get older from like ages 30 ish onward, you start to lose um, your like your hippocampus is like shrinking from like one to two percent each year. Now, there were studies done that show that like um, aerobic and cardio exercises had more blood flow to that region of the brain, which actually ends up maintaining its original size and not shrinking because it has consistent blood flow to it. Pretty fucking cool. But like I'm saying, those aerobic exercises are creating blood flow to that area of the brain. So of course, every now and then, it is good to switch up your exercises and not be stuck on one specific thing. Okay, and then again, my other part is sleep. Making sure you're sleeping enough. Um, Literally just found this out the other day. I thought it was so fucking cool. Um, Yeah, men's hormones age by like 10 years if you're consistently getting like five or less hours of sleep. Uh, No, that is horrible. 
but um, do what you will with that information. Fucking crazy. Um, and my last one for you guys is practicing gratitude. I kind of went into this earlier. Every morning I wake up, I write three things I'm grateful for, three things that'll make the day great, making sure that I am feeling grateful about things. There's always something to feel grateful about, and I know that that feels kind of cheesy. You can always be grateful for having food on the table, for drinking water, for maybe being having authors, or having clothing, or being fortunate enough to travel, like Whatever it is, there's always something to be grateful for because there's things that you have that others do not have. So don't take anything for granted. Um, I also spend time in the morning. Um, let me re- let me finish this and I'll go into that. But um, gratitude, it makes us feel better. So just really make sure you practice that gratitude. It can like, it sort of makes you feel more present. Um because it pulls you into like the present moment, which just can be super helpful. Um, cool. So my last kind of thing to wrap all of this up is in the mornings, I, I kind of touched on this earlier, but I want to elaborate a little bit. I'm writing every morning one, two, three things I love about myself that morning, okay? Sometimes the whole idea of loving yourself from head to toe can be really difficult and just feel like fuck and exhausting. But if you can just be like, yeah, today I like my fingernails or today I like my nose or my eyelashes. It just kind of gives you something to appreciate about yourself rather than feeling like Ugh, I need to love my whole body. Some days you do love your whole body and it's fucking great. But other days you're like, Haha, no. Um, I also do that one thing. I write one thing I'm not going to give a fuck about. And I just kind of make sure that I'm not judging that part of my body the whole day. Taking it one little step at a time because that little small changes lead to big and great successes. It's not big leaps all the time that always get us to where we want to be. All right. So that's my podcast on self-love. Kind of some definitions. I hope that you did the exercise and I hope this helps you kind of have some guidance into what to do, where to go from here. Um, yeah, it was really fun kind of seeing. And then I always love doing these um, podcasts because I feel like I kind of get to pull all my knowledge from everywhere all together. And I can sometimes I'm like, Uh, like when I'm writing it out I'm like this kind of feels like it's everywhere but at the end I feel like it always comes together so eat well sleep well be kind and uh yeah don't take shit from other people guys it's your journey no one else's but yourself bye love you guys